Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. So welcome to the 1875 podcast. Uh, my name is Matt Holden, your host, and today we're bringing you a very special podcast with a former Rover. He spent just under four years with the club, made over 100 appearances, and scored twice, and was part of the Worthington Cup winning team in 2002. A big welcome to Niels Eric Johansson. Good. Hi, Niels. Hello. Hi. How are you? You well? I am, yeah, I'm good. I am as good as you can be in these times, I suppose. But um, yeah, we're, I'm healthy and the family's healthy, so that's good. Good, good. So you just, you just joined us from your home just outside Stockholm. What's, first of all, what's the weather like in, in Sweden at the moment? It is, uh, at the moment, it's not too bad. It was actually a bit of April Fool's uh, snow this morning. <laughs> it was very surprising. But uh, it's been very nice in the last, uh, last couple of days. So hopefully now the the cold and dark is over and uh, yeah. sunshine. <clears throat> yeah, looking forward to that. Looking forward to some much needed sun, as you said, in these uh, difficult times. So we're going we're to take you down in a, a bit of memory lane, if that's okay with you, Niels. Um, <clears throat> so first of all, you, you, you originate from, from Sweden and uh, you moved to Bayern Munich around age 17. Um, 1997 and then you moved on to Nuremberg in uh, 2000 spending a year in, with uh, with the uh, fellow Bundesliga club and then you moved to Rovers in 2001 um, just following obviously our promotion back to the, the Premier League um, mm-hmm. with a four year contract signed by Graeme Souness so first of all what are those kind of like early days like when, when you first join a new club like Rovers um, I think it, it was very exciting in, in Sweden. We we grew up with with watching the English football um, every every weekend. Uh, so so as, as Scandinavians, we follow the Premier League very closely. So uh, closer than we watch the Bundesliga in Germany. So uh, it, it's uh, just for that reason, obviously very very excited. And uh, um, obviously there was some uh, some good names uh, in, in Blackburn and the Premier League. And uh, that was, um, yeah, just ex- I was just excited to get started and to, uh, yeah, to compete. Mm. Were, were, the Black- were Blackburn the only kind of club in for you at that time when you were moving or were there, were there a few other interested parties? Uh, no, they, um, I, I don't know, uh, really, I had a contract with Nuremberg, so um, obviously we have to contact the club first. We, um, we just... Uh, we got promoted the year before in Nuremberg, so we were in the highest league in Bundesliga. I think we just played seven or eight games um, when, when uh, Blackburn came in. I think Blackburn had some trouble in the central half position with a lot of players injured, so they mm. kind of needed somebody, I think, uh, if I can remember right. So, But the um, no, it was only Blackburn uh, that came in. I think my club Nuremberg also... Um, um, they, they, it was up to me to decide. They said if, if I wanted to stay, they could stay, and but uh, the club also needed some money. So mm. uh, if I wanted to go, they, they would be happy with that. Mm. Good stuff. So, what, what were the first few kind of 
days, weeks, like with with um, with, with with Rovers? Um, it's it's everything is pretty new. Uh, you know, I had to. Uh, I didn't have a house or anything. It went very very fast, um, and I I stayed in a hotel for for a, for a long time. <laughs> I I didn't have I didn't have a car, so um, obviously they they helped a lot in the club with everything. Um, but yeah, I needed a car. I was I was very old, so I haven't driven very long, and all of a sudden the gear stick is on the wrong side of the car. Uh, everybody's driving on the wrong side and yeah um, it was um, yeah it it was difficult in the beginning Um, Mm. always I was by myself a lot Um, I didn't know a lot of people Um, I remember Lucas Neal stayed in the same hotel so we we had a few dinners together Um, Mm -hmm. uh, then he found his place and then I uh, I found uh, my 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 place so um, yeah, it's um, it's it's a pretty you're pretty lonely. Uh, you know, I came by myself, um, so it's uh, it's a lot of DVDs back then and PlayStation and going to the cinema and yeah, just going out for walks. Uh, really, just to keep yourself busy when you're not training. Mm, yeah, it's, it's like, like I said, it, when you're spending like a couple of first days in first days in the hotel and. It can get pretty lonely. People, people, uh, us fans sometimes forget about that. That you know, a new player can feel a bit isolated. But uh, <clears throat> did, was it kind of like Lucas Neal who helped you settle into the club? You said you spent a bit of time around him. Uh, yeah, well, we were in the same hotel, uh, so, so that was pretty pretty simple. But as soon as I, uh, you know, I've, I've landed a little bit, and obviously I started hanging out with a few uh, Norwegians at the club. Yeah. Um, so I had uh, I had Hanningberg, I had Singing uh, Björn and B was there, Egil Exercise um, was all there, um, and it was also it was a good mix at the club at the time. There was um, a couple of guys that were in my age. It was uh, obviously you know David Dunn, David Duff, and uh, Martin Taylor. Um, so there's a few of us that were in the same age, um, and there was all yeah competing for spots in the team. So your first game at Rovers came in, um, your debut was actually a 4-1 loss to, to Liverpool. Um, could, could you just, can you remember that far back as to say, you know, what, what the first game was like in, in, in the English Premier League? Were you, kind of, were you kind of shocked at the, at the pace of it at, at that time? Or? Um, it's, uh, it's definitely more pace in Premier League than in Bundesliga. I think Bundesliga might be a bit more maybe structured, I think, maybe. It was the, um, in England, maybe it's, it's all, you know, pace um, and going forward kind of thing, box-to-box kind of football. I, I can't remember if Liverpool was the first game. I, I think I remember playing, um, uh, it was a West Ham that we beat in 7-1. Maybe, maybe, that's, maybe I just uh, forgot that game because we lost. But, um, I thought it was the same 7-1 win, I think, West Ham at home. Okay. Uh, maybe, maybe it was a cup, a cup game or something. That's that's fine, no problem. Uh, so <laughs> just 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 going to go, just going into the the, the seven one victory against West Ham, which were, which was at home. I remember that game very vividly because it was uh, we had we had I think you, you may have remembered uh, West Ham staying in the in the hotel, the same hotel where you were the night before. I only know that because I used to work there, so. Um, and and they were they were quite confident going into to this game, um, 
and um, yeah, so, but then we kind of swiped them to one side and it's 7-1 victory. So that must kind of, um, must have helped kind of like settled you into the team, you know, winning, winning by such a big margin. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, I think help, help, uh, winning, um, winning games always help. Because uh, it really matter where you are in life. If you win a game, then you at least for a couple of games, for a couple of days, you'll you'll feel happy. Uh, but I, I do think for for a team that just got promoted, um, uh, Blackburn, um, it, it it was something special going on. Um, you know, it's a good mix with youth and and, and all the guys. Uh, you know, like Henningberg and Craig Short, Brad Friedel was there. And then, you know, we had Matt Janssen, who was fantastic up front. Uh, I remember we had Tuga, we had Damien Duff and Dunny. That was creative going forward. So, um, uh, I think it was very, yeah, it was a good, it was a good time to be in Blackburn. I don't think uh, a lot of teams knew what they, uh, what they could expect from us. But we, I think we had, a, we had a really good year the first year. Kind of capped yeah. it off with the, um, that first season by winning the, as it as it was known then, the the Worthington Cup in in, in Cardiff. Um, you started mm-hmm. in that game. What what was kind of like the build up to to that game like? Um, it's uh, I remember with the the, the league final. I think it came in between a lot of games. I remember we had a game. I think only three or four days after. Um, I didn't really know, have that much uh, knowledge about the, the, you know, the League Cup, the World League Cup. Uh, the FA Cup is bigger, and mm-hmm. obviously the Premier League. A lot of teams, uh, the, the bigger teams, didn't really put uh, the best players or uh, put a lot of effort in. Um, uh, I think, um, yeah, Arsenal used to come with the whole youth team and stuff like that. But uh, I think the closer you get to quarterfinals, semifinals, I think teams then realise it's, it's an easy way out to Europe. Um, mm. and, and started making, uh, yeah, mm. started picking better players, I suppose. But um, no, it's, yeah, it was uh, obviously the Wembley's being built, so we had to play in Cardiff, um, uh, which was uh, which was cool, and you know, massive stadium, national anthem, not my national anthem, the English one, but <laughs> yeah. close enough, um, and you know, full stadium, and I think that it's one of the games that you. Could couldn't really hear anything when, when you know when the referee blew his whistle and we started everybody just shouting it was uh, yeah it was amazing it was it was really cool. Mm. I mean, the, what was the kind of like the dressing room atmosphere like um, prior to that game? You know, were, were the lads feeling kind of confident back then? Were you feeling confident given given the start? Yeah, I, I think it, yeah, I think we felt very confident. We, we played against a good Tottenham with very you know. A, a pretty seasoned Tottenham, I would like to say, a lot of old, older, uh, experienced players like Les Ferdinand and Sheringham and Christian Seeger was playing there. So, um, but I think we we felt very confident. We had uh, our captain was um, Gary Fickroff was suspended, uh, and and um, you know, as soon as two to pick, uh, we played Mark Hughes instead of midfield. <laughs> yeah, he, he was amazing. He, he was. Um, he only that was the only year I played with him because after that he went into well management and well he first went for a break and then he started to become manager. But um, um, yeah, he was amazing. He loved to compete, uh, Sparky. So uh, oh yeah, like, like, like to tackle, didn't he? He loved to tackle and uh, <laughs> no, yeah, it was cool. And I remember we had um, Andy Cole had come in um, early this season during during the year, so we had Matty and and, and 
and Coley up front, which is, yeah, they were, they were pretty, uh, very, very strong. Uh, Matty worked really hard. I can't say Coley worked that hard, but Matty worked really hard. <laughs> uh, Coley scored the goals. So, <laughs> um, but um, no, it's just a yeah, pretty amazing first year. It, it certainly was. Uh, just going into the kind of manager now, uh, Niels, obviously that was uh, Graeme Souness when uh, who who signed you. What what was he like to to work with? Um, well, I was very grateful. He was the one who brought me there. Um, so we had, I think, we had a, a good relationship. Me and me and um, me and Graham. I was, I think, I was the player who who um, yeah, yeah, I adapted quite well. I, I, I'm not the number ten who dribbles and takes a lot of space. Um, you know, I'm a you know Swedish defender. I'm there to do my job. Uh, you know, try to be reliable. And um, uh, so I, the feeling was I was quite liked in the, in the dressing room and, and by the coaching staff as well. Mm. And um, if I remember rightly, it would be um, Tony Parks was there as well. Tony Parks was there, and I can't remember uh, Bummer. Yeah, Phil, that, Phil uh, Bummer. Yeah. Yeah, he passed away a few years back, I think. Um, um, yeah, I think, yeah, Rachel, who, who worked at the uh, secretary, I think it was, I think mm-hmm. Rachel. Um, yeah, um, who else? Um, was it uh, Phil? Uh, did you say that? You said Phil Bosma, didn't you? Yeah, um, I did, yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, I think uh, Graham had a, he had a system with him as well, that he had, uh, that he was also at Liverpool. I can't remember his name now. Um, but, um, yeah, no, the, I remember, well, uh, Dr. Bassey was in the, he was a doc, wasn't he, um, back then? Oh, this is, this is a long time ago, it's hard to remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. And um, so the, man, the manager, he, he, he comes a, comes across, I mean, obviously now he's in punditry um, at the moment, so and he, he comes across as st- still a very kind of fiery, strong character. Do did, did you kind of sense that as soon as you kind of like walked into the, the dressing room that you, you, you obviously knew who he was and, and kind of um, temperament, what he demands from the players? Yeah, he, I think he, he um, obviously, he, I think he wanted the players to be a little bit like him. He, he, he liked the challenge. He wanted, you know, the first 15 minutes. He, want, you know, he, he loved to, to set the tone in games, to battle. Uh, to make sure you win the battle before you start, uh, yeah, passing the ball around and being, uh, yeah, show you show you skills kind of thing. I, I think I remember we had that discussion with David Dunn uh, a lot. You know, David Dunn was very, you know, like to show off, like to show his skills a little mm-hmm. bit. But I think Sooners always wanted him first of all go into the game, win the battle, win the ball, win the second balls, and you mm-hmm. know, um, and I think that. Um, uh, he, he kind of had that tone, and he kind of. I think we had for a while. We had a pretty physical team um, that kind of played how Sumer's played uh, mm. when he used to play football. And uh, did, did would he have a similar word with uh, with two guy, or was he kind of given free range to do what he wanted? Uh, two guy probably had free range. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he wasn't that kind of player. Um, but then you know you had two guys and you had, you had Gary Stickcroft next to him who, who who was you know David Dunn who played in there on the wing so um, I don't know I think he was um, um, yeah, I, I, it's probably changed today um, 
you know, he was the manager. He came out. He overlooked everything. He, he watched the training. But then there was other his assistant guys who actually took care of the training and, and you know, um, mm. developed and, and stuff. I think um, um, Sunas with his uh, he, he mostly um, used his experience. I think uh, when he had as a player and and used that at the, in the pitch uh, on the pitch and so um. um I'll probably say afterwards. I probably had better coaches, you know, individual coaches that um, mm-hmm. trained you as a coach, as a footballer. Um, uh, then soon as he was more of a, yeah, he was, yeah, more of a manager. Overlooked everything. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. Um, <clears throat> so you, you uh, during that cup run to to Cardiff, um, there was a run for game against Manchester City at home. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure this one might stick on stick in your memory, Niels. But um, it it was kind of your first first goal for 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 your new club. Um, yeah, and it's not what, that many. So yeah, I I just reminded myself um, of it downstairs just before we came up to do the came up to do the interview, and it was the mm-hmm. Messi esque. Would you say? No, I would not say messy at all. But yeah, go. You, you, if you Am I like being kind? <laughs> you are very <laughs> extremely, extremely kind. I think I played left wing that game, um, uh, and um, yeah, just is, is it the one that I kind of took it from around halfway line somewhere and just yeah, that's right. took it yeah. forward and yeah, took it forward and it drilled the top corner. Not really, but yeah, <laughs> found its way in. I it did find its way in. The, we we were kind of as shocked as anyone that 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 goal went goal went in. Yes, definitely. <laughs> um, I probably had maybe two or three players ready to scream that I should have passed it, but you know if it goes in, then then it goes in. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, the other um, <clears throat> the other goal scorer that night, a certain Damien Johnson, who's now in the current first team um, setup at the moment as as a coach. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, um, good time was that by all. Obviously, had the the final against against Spurs, two one victory in, in Cardiff. And how how did you celebrate? How did the team celebrate after after winning the cup? Yeah, I, I can't really uh, remember. We I think we you know we we made our way uh, back on the bus. I'm pretty sure there was some alcohol on there. <laughs> um, and I think we had that night. And I, I don't think we had too much planned. I can't remember, but yeah, we just went out, celebrated. But I do remember there was a, there was a game, <clears throat> a couple of um, days after. And, um, <clears throat> I do remember soon as saying, uh, you know, um, ah, go out, enjoy yourself. But um, we have to be in tomorrow and 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 work, you know, train so we're ready for the next game. Um, but um, it doesn't happen very often, and you know. So, to win it, to win a title for Blackburn, so he let us um, enjoy ourselves. Good stuff. So you you uh, played for Blackburn for another couple of seasons uh, after that, and um, obviously then Graham Sooners left, um, Tony Parks for a little bit, and then uh, Mark mm-hmm. Hughes came in. Um, mm-hmm. How how was he kind of then different from going from a kind of like a teammate to to a manager? Um, it's, it's hard for me to tell, but when he was, when he was my teammate, he was, I don't know how many years old he was. So he, uh, we didn't really speak that much or hang about after, or, you know, we, we did, 
we had respect for each other. We did the trainings, but then not so much more. You know, he had his family and kids and everything. So he, he took off and went home to them. Um, so I, I didn't really have that much, um, uh, yeah, of input how he was uh, privately. Um, but um, I think as a as a manager, he yeah he, he came in and he overlooked. I think maybe very similar to what Sunis did. He uh, he he brought a, a few very good um, assistants in. Uh, one guy from I think it was Ed. Is Ed um, from Arsenal? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and um, one guy from Birmingham, I think it was as well, another assistant. Mark Bowen. So, um, but they, um, yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, so um, I think Mark Bowen, he was a bit harder, a bit tougher, and and Ed was, uh, he was a really good, you know, out on the pitch coach, really, uh, really good. I, I remember really enjoying when he to carry trainings, really good drills and, and exercises. And um, so, yeah, they were, uh, it changed a little bit, I have to say. It went a little bit from kind of old school, soon as, you know, Liverpool-y uh, kind of trainings to uh, a bit more developing um, exercises with uh, with Mark Hughes. Mm. Um, I mean, I mean in j- during that time, obviously, we, we were on quite a good run. We've been in, um, under Sunis, we've been in, you know, Europe uh, once or twice there as well um, and, and brought in some, you know, Added to the added to the squad with, with some really good players was were they kind of like um, <clears throat> any players that you like to play alongside during, during those times under um, Sunes and, and Hughes? I think uh, obviously Henningberg to play with was a uh, really good. He, you know, very experienced. Has you know been around uh, and you know he could speak Norwegian to me as well. But um, but uh, learned a lot from him. Um, positioning wise uh, Craig Short I think was amazing great character worked hard um, uh, and all these yeah, Steve Burnaby and then Mickey Gray came in later um, mm-hmm. which was uh, a lot of energy uh, from him so uh, I, I don't know I it was a lot of play there for four years um, there, I remember me and, and, and Tiny Taylor if you remember him yep do yeah Martin uh, yeah, we uh, we were kind of competing for the same spots uh, during a while. He sometimes I was left-footed, he was right-footed, so he played. Sometimes I played to the left and he to the right. Um, but we uh, um, in, enjoyed playing with him, and we had the chance uh, to do that. I do. What was that guy? Uh, big Italian guy came in as well uh, from Scotland, didn't he? What was he playing? Oh, Amoruso. Yeah, Amoruso. Mm-hmm. That was. Uh, mm-hmm. That was that was a character came in with some fresh <laughs> cookbooks, um, but um, I, I I have to say I I really enjoyed my time. I was I was in a good age, uh, you know. I maybe enjoyed myself too much sometimes, but uh, you know I had um, I drove in I drove with Matt Jansen in. We lived quite close to each other, so we we uh, took turn and, and drove in together to training. So obviously we hanged out uh, a little bit after, um, you know, just going for coffees in the city and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, um, no, I, it was it was it was a lot of players. I think we it was, it was a good group. Um, you know, new. I think when new players came in, which happened uh, quite a lot. I think it was new players coming in, and I think it was a good group. And I, we took, you know, we took care of, of each other, took care of the new ones. And um, you know, after two or three years there, I really felt like, uh, um, yeah, really being part of um, part of Blackburn. Mm. 
So when 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 the time came, Niels, unfortunately, that you felt you had to to leave Blackburn and, and you went on to to Leicester. What what were those kind of last sort of like few months, a few weeks? Was it kind of you, you knew that you had to go? You wanted to play first team football. There was more players coming in. There was perhaps getting in front of you in the, in the starting eleven or even on the bench. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was yeah. It, it was pretty much that scenario that that you're saying. Um, I, I spoke to uh, to Mark Hughes and he, he said, um, if I remember this right, he said, you know, we would we would love to have you here. Uh, you know, you're you're a good uh, member of the squad. Uh, you know, well liked and uh, um, but uh, we I can't guarantee you to play. Um, and I was was at 25, and I felt no, I need to. I need to go somewhere where 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 I play more. Mm-hmm. And uh, I looked I looked around uh, for a few clubs and went to Leicester, where it was actually uh, Rob Kelly. Yeah, you remember? Mm. Yeah. yeah, Rob Kelly. Yeah, uh, he worked, Yeah, he went there as an assistant to Craig Levine, and so Rob contacted me, and I went down there, and it felt really good uh, to go to Leicester, uh, one division down, but. Um, um, yeah, a good setup and a you know a, a good club. Hmm. Uh, and then back back home in in twenty uh, went back uh, to AIK. I hope I'm hoping pronouncing that right. Yeah, AIK. Yeah. 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 And um, so the uh, how, how did how did that move come back? Was it was it kind of relief to go back to back to back to your homeland and? Yeah, I was I was 27. Um, I started to feel a little bit homesick after 10 years um, abroad. I was in Germany before and then England. So, and um, there was um, owner change in Leicester. Uh, the, a, a new owner came in. It was it was a strange situation because we had a we had a manager uh, that said he wanted to sign me uh, uh, for longer, and um, but. Uh, they, as the new owner came in, he kind of everybody who wasn't who didn't have a contract, he kind of just no, uh, we're gonna sign new players. And they, I think they brought in, I don't know how many players, eight or nine players that year. Mm. Um, so it was pretty much just uh, okay. Um, I started looking around at home, uh, and I had contact with a few clubs, a few of my old 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 coaches in Sweden, and ARK was the club I actually was playing for before I left. Mm-hmm. to go to Germany mm-hmm. and uh, the manager who was manager I had him as a manager when I was 16 yeah so and he was now the first team coach so um, it was kind of a yeah it's kind of a closing the circle in a way mm. and um, so can you had nearly 300 appearances in um, almost just 11 years or so as well which was uh, a, a good return that you, you know you could play for your, you know you play at home um, as well. So that it was it was great. And I'm, I'm pretty sure you settled pretty much back into your Swedish style of life. Yeah, well, I suppose I think football life is pretty similar everywhere. Um, the uh, we have a bit different here with the, with the winter break uh, when we can't play, <laughs> but um, it's not it's not as many games in Sweden. Um, which makes it a lot, um, a little bit easier. I think. Well, we train. We probably train more uh, here in Sweden, but it's not as many games. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed. I played 11 years up until 
um, no, I quit uh, 2018, was it, two years mm. ago. Yeah. And um, is it unfortunate it was like a, a, a medical reason for you to, to retire? Yes. Um, yeah, no, I have a, it's nothing dangerous. I have a, it's a born, um, uh, yeah, I'm born with it. It's, it's a, something in the heart. It's a, um, I don't know the English term for this, but it's, um, yeah, where the blood comes in. It's like a door that shuts and opens where the blood comes through. Oh, I see. Yeah. And it, does, it doesn't, it doesn't close uh, properly. Uh, which means during the year and, and, and the you know the high blood pressure and the high pulse uh, that has been that this thing has uh, caused damage and um, yeah from the the doctor's point of view he's he only suggested they can only suggest or mm. recommend uh, mm-hmm. they can't really decide how to live my life but they recommended me and it, I was 38 at the time and um, have uh, you know three kids that are young so I didn't really feel like um risking <laughs> yeah risking yeah. Well, ourselves like yeah, it's probably a good time to to stop was that was that ever kind of picked up during during your career Niels? were you always kind of aware of it yes yeah and what, did, what, time, did yeah. you have to kind of like regulate yourself how much you know how much how much you kind of push yourself during games during training or no season no 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 and it's, it's hard to say maybe um you know, I was I was fortunate to play uh, until I was 38. Yeah. And maybe that's one thing that doctors didn't think about. If I would have stopped around 34, 35, then yeah, it wouldn't have been a problem. Um, but I uh, yeah, I knew it when I was in Blackburn. Um, they we uh, yeah we we saw that I had this this thing. It was nothing uh, nothing dangerous. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could play with it. I could push myself um, really hard. So. Um, uh, it was just a matter of fact that yeah, I've, I've had it done for 18, well, my whole life. And it's, mm-hmm. at one point, the uh, the risk got too big. Yeah, yeah. And of course, like, like you said there, family does come first. And you have like a long, long professional career. Well, even before you signed pro, you, you, you know, you've had a career in, in, in the youth ranks there as well, haven't you? So with um, some important teams. Uh, Rob was included. So, um, so once you've kind of retired two years ago, what what have you been up to since you've been retired? Is it just mainly around family? Are you into coaching? Are you in punditry? Yeah, I've, um, well, the first year was was a bit strange because I was actually I had a contract for 2018, so I was actually um, um, what do you call it? Yeah, I was written off sick uh, on sick leave, which mm-hmm. is yeah. So it's a bit of a strange situation, 2018. I started doing a little bit. I started helping the club with some things, uh, not um, football-wise, more office and, and through sponsors and potential partners and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Worked around home home games a little bit and did a little bit of, of like you say, punditry, um, Swedish league and English league sometimes here in Sweden. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 2019, I yeah started... I do uh, one once a week. I do some uh, punditry. You could say, I, well, I talk about the league, the Swedish league, uh, the coming coming fixtures and the fixtures has been. And I also worked for the club for AK. Uh, Great. Working so, with. Yeah. Sorry, go on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I worked with. I don't know if you have that uh, CSR. What's that? Corporate social responsibility. Yeah. That. Um, yeah. You know, worked with. Um, you know, hospitals, schools, um, 
uh, the kids, the you, you know, the whole uh, youth uh, youth football we have in ARK, uh, trying to promote that and you know trying to sell it and, and bring in money to the club, of course, mm-hmm. doing that kind of. Thing. So I um, that's that's great. So we 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 um, that that's great, and it's good that you you know you're still involved with with, with the with the club. They're keeping you busy as much as they can do, but. Um, um, so we've got a few kind of questions to to come back, and we've we've covered we've covered them already, well some of them already. But uh, what was the kind of the best eleven, best eleven that you've played with, Niels? Oh, okay. Um, I will go then. Uh, Brad Friedel. Obviously, <laughs> he was there a long time. He was amazing in goal. Uh, we've got Mickey Gray to the left. Mm-hmm. Um, I will Lucas Neal on the right back. I'll Henningberg in the middle, together with. I have to pick myself, don't I? But, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I like I like Craig. Yeah, I like Craig Short. He was he was a character as well. Andy Todd was there as well. With Andy Todd, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I would have uh, Damien Duff to the left. Uh, two guy in the middle. Um. What happened then? Okay, I will have the thing is we had Yorkie and Nicole. Oh, for, I, I don't know who to pick, and then Matt Janssen. We had some good strikers there. We did do, yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, so maybe uh, I did. I'll play a 4 3 3. 4 3 3. Okay, you're, you're missing the midfielder. Um, who would I pick there? Yeah, I think it have to be Danny, I think. Danny, Dunny. yeah. Yeah. Very offensive midfield. I like that flip cross in there. Keith Gillespie as well. Um, but um, yeah, it's hard to pick. It is, it is hard to pick when you've been with a club for 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 so long, isn't it? So yeah, it's uh, that, that, that's great. I'm probably, yeah, I'm probably forgetting someone as well. <laughs> probably forget lots of lots of players in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, who, who? I think you you touched on this already, but who was your kind of your favourite centre back partner? You mentioned Henningberg. Is is, is either is he the top one, would you say? Yeah, I just remember now Marcus Bubble came to the club as well. He did do, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was he wasn't as he just came back from a some kind of virus infection, I think he had at Liverpool. Um but he he's yeah, great personality. I'll probably play him and Henning. I can sit in the stands and watch, not a problem. <laughs> sure. Um so it was either Henningberg or Marcus Bubble playing alongside your favourite centre-back oh, partner? Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, I, I'll pick Henning. I'll, I'll Henning. pick Henning there. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you still keep in touch with your former Rovers teammates? Um, oh, oof, I forgot another one. Uh, Dominic Matteo was there as well. Jesus. Um, <laughs> the ones... Uh, just a little bit sometimes, you know, on, on, on social media... Uh, Michael Gray, Dominic Matteo, uh, Stephen Reed, yeah, um, were the ones um, I hang out with. I had a little bit of contact with Matty for for a while, but it kind of simmered out. Um, so it's um, you kind of yeah, it's it's um, it's sad in a way. You know, you're very yeah. close for for a, for a short time for a few years, and then you kind of move on to other things, new clubs, and, and new colleagues straight away. So it's um, it's not that easy. Mm, mm. I, 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 yeah, I can, I can understand that. It's, 
it's very uh, I suppose social media does keep you very much in, in touch um, as well you can see obviously what people think and what, what people are up to aren't they as well mm. so that's great Niels it's been great to, to chat with you um, thank you very much for, for taking time out and um, hopefully uh, you can get busy once we get through this very difficult period yes uh, thank you very much for having me and yeah Nice to chat about Blackburn. It's been a while. Thank you. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that? That's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton.